From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Hey, welcome everybody. It's a thing on. Oh, no, no. Good morning, everybody. How's it going? Big and Wild Outdoors. Yes. I've got that great soulful voice. I should be on TMP this morning. TMP? Yeah, I should be out there on TMP. Bad music for good times. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound good. No. Uh, we're in the studio today. It's a horribly, horribly humid day. Literally, somebody just uh, moved about a thousand million acres of uh, Amazon jungle air right over Pinellas County. It is horrible outside. It is very unpleasant. I don't like being outside. Yeah. I, I am so waiting for the rain to go away and for winter to get here. I hope it is the coldest winter on record. Well, I think we have a tropical depression or something coming this way. That lovely voice you hear to my right, that's Bill George. The only other person who decided to show up for work today. No, because <laughs> Glenn is out actually, you know, with all the rain. He's he's manning pumps. He's out working. He's he's not getting any sleep. Poor guy is probably not going to get uh, much rest. And then uh, uh, the only one that's really, truly playing hooky today is Jonathan Swindle, who last I saw was somewhere uh, e- uh, west of uh, Dallas eating a steak at Milo's Restaurant. Right up there in Christensen, Texas, on his way over there to New Mexico, because they're going to go over and kill some mule deer this year and go over and do some hunting. So he's on his way there and uh, driving and having a better time than uh, everybody who's working today. Yeah. Well, thanks for putting that in. <laughs> no. It'll I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just thinking, is he going to kill one? Uh, of course he will. You can hit one with that big old truck right there on the side of the road, man. And the man who would know would be uh, Mr. Jeffrey Christie, who's here. Uh, we go by the name of Jay. Or what was the other one? Home Slice uh, McGillicuddy? What was the big other Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane, uh, who's uh, a southern boy. Uh, spends a lot of time in Texas going back and forth from his home state of uh, Louisiana. <clears throat> Lord, you didn't even say it right. Louisiana. There you go. See, you got to at least get that Louisiana. You got to you got to lose that lose that beginning part. Louisiana. And we can talk like this, huh? Uh, talking like that. That's good, man. All right, and uh, so he's in the studio today because apparently he uh, drove all the way down here for some insane reason to go gator hunting. And uh, did anything you anything for an adventure? Did you guys go out last night with Bill George? Uh, no, we got in about eleven. So you didn't go out? No, fifteen hours of driving. We hit the sack. <laughs> I, I gave him the option. I, I mean, I was ready. Uh, last night would have been a pretty good night because there was all the thunderstorms were basically over here on the west coast. So the central part of the state would have been a good time to go. But tonight you're probably going to get beat up. So welcome to Florida. <laughs> and uh, I see you brought your lovely and handsome young man's son over there, Cameron, who came down uh, to visit as well. Now, yeah. You ain't Ariana Grande, so you got to get right up on that microphone. You don't have the pipes to sing from across the room, man. So you got to get right up there and talk. All right. Oh. <laughs> that helped out a lot, didn't it? Damn Louisianians, man. They just don't talk. Let's just take a camera in their face. Or, the yeah. gator, or you can't find the gators. Then all of a sudden, they talking everywhere. Yeah. 
and uh, or the catfish is low, or you know you can't find stuff. But no, uh, Cameron and uh, Jeff uh, came down. Uh, not only do uh, do some gator hunt, but you brought down some of your fabulous, delicious one and done feeders. Absolutely. Now I heard that you brought down a whole big gaggle of them. Who's getting those? God's country. Who's getting them? Outfitters. Where? In Florida. Where are they at? In Florida. What city did you stop in when you unloaded the feeders? I don't even remember this. City. It was somewhere between Georgia and Key West. There you go. Okay. What's it called? God's Country Outfitters? Yep. Is it, are they the ones you uh, met while we were at the expo? This uh, I met them in Birmingham about oh, three years okay. ago. They order from me every year. All right. They've got... Uh, I know there was a person who who was looking to hook up with you had a great big set of lease in that up in North Florida when uh, when you turned around and we did the show over here in Lakeland. They got long. on big hog hunt. So. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Boy, so, I tell you, that'd be one. You know, that'd be one of the only real good reasons to start your own feeder company. Because of the hogs? Because you get to go shake hands with everybody who's, uh, they're not buying them feeders for chickens. No. They're, buying them feeders, they're buying those feeders to put somewhere where they got deer or hogs or whatever it is. Or so, bear. So every potential customer is a potential hunt, basically. I mean, you can walk out and go, how you doing? I'm Jeffrey Christie. I'm the inventor of the one and done feeders. Would, would love you to like come to out come hunting? I would love to come see your property and see how well our feeders are doing out there. Hey, it got me here gator hunting. I it? did. Yeah, Not well. because of using the feeder. Because I've got the feeder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was his bargaining People chip. People tend to start loving you and becoming your best friend. <laughs> of course. That's your bargaining chip. If you really want those things, Jonathan, uh, you know, I could make a trip, but I got to make it worth my while, man. You know, I'm serious. So uh, gator hunt might be uh, something nice. Well, now when you guys are going to go, are you going to plan to go tonight and get her done or what? Yeah, we're going to turn around at five o'clock. We'll we'll look to go out there and see if we can't uh, take uh, nuisance alligator number one. Okay, the That'd one that's the one that I end up poor old Joe. Oh, uh, poor kid. We named it. No, the dog is Joe. Oh, the the alligator is nuisance alligator number one he oh. keeps eyeing up glenn's dog anytime because i was going to be impressed with bill if he got his gators named no, no uh glenn gave his dog the the name joe, joe. <laughs> exciting joe go get him joe get on him joe keep on it joe yeah, it doesn't sound as like Rex or something you know it doesn't just give you that you know what you want out there get him out knock him out joe get up there joe Knock it out, Park. I'd like so, to see if my feeder's gator-proof tonight. You, uh, what would you put okay, in there? What we're going to put, put your son in there. That's what I was thinking. We're going to plug up. Nah, the, not we're gonna, him. No, I've got too gonna, much invested in we're him. Gonna plug up, we're going to plug exactly. up the the feeder exit where the thing comes out, and he we'll give him an oar, and he's going to start oaring that feeder across. The, <laughs> you go paddling across that lake. Oh, we could use you? the feeder like as a buoy. Yeah, as yeah. a marker buoy. Yeah, yeah. How old are you, Cameron? I'm uh, 19 at the moment. Oh, you've had plenty of time to be here. Yeah. Yeah. You've had a nice long life. It's all good. I'm working pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. That's 19, what he's used for now. 19 hard years. When, when, when you go and you go back and we look at that boat, you'll look down the side of the boat and it almost looks like it's <laughs> serrated edges. And that's from all the times that boat's been bit by them alligators. That sounds exciting. Yeah. <laughs> 
See, that's exciting for someone like me. <laughs> well, not just bit, but clawed and, and beat up beat and, up, and uh, scoot scraped and everything well, else. Now, is had, it, will this be your first time ever out to go gator hunting? I mean, you're, oh, I yes, assume sir. you've been invited. I mean, right? You're going? He's a cameraman. That's exactly. You're, you're going to make the youngest guy in the boat do the easiest job? Are you kidding? Well, once we kill it, then he gets to do all the rest of it. Oh, you can do all the heavy lifting. That's all good. Yeah. Wait, now, do you have your trappers? You got all, you both have your trappers, Delio? You're all legal, ready to go? Not yet. They just got in. They got in at 11 o'clock. You yeah. can do it online. They went to bed. You can do it while you're laying there in bed going, man, that drive from Tallahassee. <laughs> and you click, and you click, click, and click, bing, done. Correct. We're Credit just card. along for the ride. We just do what we're told. Uh, well, Matter you, gotta, fact, you, you can't touch. See, that's the thing. I, you know, I didn't learn that lesson. You know, when Bill George, thank goodness that we have him in here, uh, because you, as a visitor, as a person who is going to help, you have to have a a trapper's license or a helper's type license. That's what was told. Yeah, and if you don't have that, and Bill George will tell you this, you cannot do anything in that boat. To facilitate the taking of that alligator. That includes and not limited to holding the rope, holding the light, pulling on this, starting they, the engine, moving it over. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You're you basic, made a mistake. Being there for support. You can, you be, can, be, you get can hold, him, John. You can hold the light. You can drive the boat. Yeah, those, but that, I mean. You can run a I can't come down there and help them. You know, if they get tangled up or something, I can't get them over here. I'm like, sorry about that arm. Yeah, uh, you know, I wish I could have helped, if, but so if, back on. Yeah. if it comes to that, jump in. <laughs> They're not going to get you for helping take the alligator. They're going to get you, you know, give you an award for trying to save somebody. Now, this but. comes from the guy who says, never be the test case. Stay away from that kind of area over there. But you know what? Uh, I wanted to help, Bill. I'm sorry you lost it from the elbow down, but, uh, but you know, I no. don't, don't want to get a ticket. It it is so easy in the state of Florida to to get a helper's license or easy. just about any license that you need. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, I turn around, took my daughter out this week, and we launched the boat as we turn around, pulling away from the dock. She goes right there on her phone, buys her little license. Of course, she conveniently left what her purse back in the truck. Oh yeah, yeah. So she says, "Dad, I don't memorize my credit card number. Can I have yours? Let me borrow yours." <laughs> oh, that was that plan all along. Yeah, I think you know, so. that's how vehicle burglaries begin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> purse left at boat ramp. Go ahead, sure. Why not? It's all good. Well, I, you know, I didn't see any pictures of her up on there. I saw you and Carlos. I put those up on our Facebook. Yeah, we page. turned around. Um, we spent most of our time helping some other people. Um, we we put my uh, next door neighbor in just as an observer. He had never gone before. He buys a helper license. We said, "Why don't you come along for a ride?" Well, we get out there. We immediately help some guys who had a, like a seven eight foot alligator get that alligator. Then we went on the water, started to hunt, and no sooner did I get a call, not from the guys that were out there, but from somebody else because they knew somebody who knew me and. Next thing I know, I'm having to go try and help them. They hooked one that they could do nothing with. They were hunting from the bank in a in a, oh. in a park, and um, so you had to pack up the boat. I and go? had to turn around and drive around this park, go try and find them where they're at, put them on my boat, and we pulled up a, an alligator and we got him finished off. He was ten two. Wait a second, you said from the bank? 
the bank. Yeah, from the bank. Isn't that how statistics begin? Yeah. Uh, if you're yeah. walking, oh, well, I mean, <laughs> if, 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 I may be wrong about this, but if you're walking a Chihuahua, yeah, you'll yeah. be a statistic. But if you got a big giant treble hook and a guy standing next to you screaming and hollering and going, "Real man, he's going this way," now you'll be all right. Yeah. You, well, this particular okay. alligator got in some deep water. It was probably in. 25, 30 feet of water. He shook up on that bottom, and man. You can't pull through. him up off our man. No way. They had two. They had two rods on him and could not budge him. Yeah. So yeah, we turned around. We we went around, put them on the boat, set George off. I hooked onto him with one of the meat poles, and uh, we drug him on up. And they stuck a harpoon in him, and we pulled him up again to put a second harpoon just just to make sure because. The way the alligator came up, it came up looking straight at the boat. And when you harpoon him, and he harpooned him right in the back. A lot of times, you may hit that scoot. You may not get as good as penetration as you want. Before we start pulling on that dart, let's let's get another one in him. Now we will be in the boat, correct? You, yeah, you guys will. <laughs> I just want to clarify for the commercial. No, just we remember. Don't know. We may start on the bank. Just remember, Cameron's going to be in the feeder, so you guys will be in the boat. There the camera go. will be in the feeder. All right, we got to take a real quick break. You guys stay with us. If you want to give us a call this morning, you're more than welcome to. I'm sure that uh, Jeffrey can answer any questions you got about the one and done feeders. It's 888 404 That's 888-404-1010. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and the great folks out there, Brandon Ford. We'll be back. the Paris Hilton of uh, the theater world. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden and Bill George and uh, some local boys. Loco or Luco? Loco. Loco boys decided to come down here and hang out with us out here. Uh, we got uh, Jeff. I, I, we're not going to call you Jeffrey, okay? What do you want to call me? Oh, I, I, what was it? Smack Daddy what? <laughs> I guess. Molasses, I've been called back, a lot back, of things. Backstrap, Malula. Well, I can't remember what it was, but uh, Jeffrey Christie and his lovely son Cameron, who've come down all the way from uh, Louisiana by way of uh, Texas, Mississippi, Alabama. I think they went to Pennsylvania, got lost, came back down through South Carolina, North Carolina, and then finally just walked into an airport and said, "Can you get us to Tampa?" and flew down, and you know. Made it the easy way, but no. But we made it. But they made it, so they're going to do some uh, gator hunting tonight out with Bill George. Is uh, Glenn going to show up for this one, or does he think he's going to be... Uh, you think Glenn would miss that? Uh, no, I wouldn't hope that he would, because I know the poor boy's been working his butt off all week, yes. so he deserves a nice little uh, nice little time out there, especially since it's going to be out there in his neck of the woods. Yeah. So uh, it'll be nice for him to... He'll either be in the boat or he'll be standing on the bank going, He's over there! No. Where are you going? Bill George? Glenn will be right there on the front of the boat. Big, turn your life that way. I've got to ask, how are we going to do this? I haven't even asked that question. How are we going to do it? Oh, boy. I mean, is this something that, I mean, obviously we're not going to shoot it from the bank, so. No. In Florida, Here we go. I'm going to just go take a break and a nap, and I'll be right back. In Florida, on the public water hunt, which is the tags that we're going to be operating under, there's no firearms except for a bang stick. You can use a bang stick. Can't um, use a pistol like you see up there in Louisiana. Can't do that. Can't use no rifle. No, no 22 rifles, none of that type of stuff. So we actually have to get a hold of this alligator. 
Interesting. And, and put a secure line on him. Usually in the state of Florida, we use a harpoon for the secure line. We're going to turn around and do that. We may put just a snare around him. We'll, we'll have to see what the situation calls for. And um, once we do that, then uh, we'll pull him up and either bang stick him or we'll have the young boy turn around and uh, finish him off with a pocket knife. Either way, it'll be a memory. <laughs> You think, you think video. I'm joking? You think I'm joking? No, I don't think you're joking. <laughs> it'll be a memory up until <laughs> the time. They, it'll, it'll be a be memory fine. up until the time they stick that Dilaudid in your arm and uh, put you under so they can stitch everything back on. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if he's not as if he's not as big as what we're looking for, and and we do get a hold of him, we may bring him up. You know, take all the fishing lines off of him if he rolled up in any fishing line or anything by putting a snare around him taping up his mouth, bring him up, undoing any fishing line off of him, take a quick picture, and now release that him. would be cool. And as Bill George will start singing, let it go, let, let it, it go. go. <laughs> He's too small to get in the boat. And, 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 let and him it, go. That's I did. That'll be good. We, we did have uh, Carlos' daughter's uh, boyfriend, Brian, out last week. and Oh, is that who the unrecognizable person was in the, yes. boat, in the photos? It, oh, okay. It, it, he's, he's a really good guy. Wait a minute. Carlos' daughter's boyfriend was in the boat with you guys? Yeah. Oh, this was one of those tests, oh, yeah. wasn't it? Yes. That's exactly ah, it. And if it didn't pass, accidentally fell out Oop. of the boat? Oops. Oh, boy. I'm so sorry, honey. No, no you're supposed to tape the mouth over. Open, yeah. son. <laughs> <laughs> Reach Brian. your hand all the way in. But but Poor we did. We we went out there. It was an <laughs> ideal situation with him. It was raining most of the time, but we went out and we caught one that was a little over eight foot and did exactly that. We brought him up, taped him up, took a quick picture. He wasn't as big as what Carlos was looking for for Brian's first one, and because uh, he gets greedy, he does. And so we he turned around, big. we kicked it loose, and then we went and got one that was ten two, and that oh, wow, that, that was a good lizard. And that the base of that tail was thirty two inches around. I didn't see it hanging anywhere. I just saw it laid out on the boat. Is that the yeah. same one that was on the boat? Yes, thirty two inches in circumference. Wow. Now I've got That's to a ask the question. I mean, in my rule book, I'm not going to kill anything I don't eat. What's the best? best part of the gator because i hear so many different stories you know some people say it's the tail some people say it's this no, and some people say it's the, dude, the jaw muscles dude, no let me just tell you right here right now all that other stuff is a lie <laughs> throw the tail away throw all that other meat away the meat you want to take wait home, a second we're from louisiana we eat everything the meat you want to take home <laughs> eat everything <laughs> Is the tongue. That's the only thing you want. <laughs> Just leave everything else behind. We'll take care of it. We'll dispose of it properly. And make sure it doesn't get into the wrong hands. And then you guys take the tongue, and, dude, you will love it. It'll yeah. be like what them Louisianans call a hummingbird tongue. You know, you got that big old beef tongue in the refrigerator there. It'll be like that. It'll be like a big humming lizard tongue. Humming lizard. Yeah, there you but go. It's, on, it's the best part. On the alligator, you can eat all the meat, okay? He's it's kind of like a chicken. There's white meat and there's dark meat. So He's the legs are dark, just like on a chicken. And the tail and the jaws and that, that's white meat. Uh, a lot of people say, hey, they're all <laughs> after the tail, but some of the best meat is in the jaws 
it, they're great big chunks of muscle with almost no tendon or anything. There's like one tendon in it. Yeah, it's like a, two big giant tenderloins that run from here to here, back back big thick choppers. Because you know they hold down. So is there a particular way you cook it? What? You can cook it any way you want to. You can cook it any way you want to. You can put it in stew, jambalaya, fry it, cook it, bake it. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just like uh, a lot. A lot of people. I hate that comparison, but you know, it's almost like any pork or chicken. I mean, it's the same thing. Just it's very lean. There's like zero fat in it. So like a deer. You you. Oh, it's worse than a deer because I mean, there's nothing. I just, mean, and there's no fat. Just, in there. just like well, we do get alligators with with fat around but, the tail. That's really story. You want to take all the fat off, just like in a deer. Because it's nasty. Taste bad. It's very uh, rancidy. Okay, it, it can get so bad. You, you take that off, and then you turn around. You just like he said, you could prepare. I like cooking it, chunk it up, bread it like you would a wing or something like that. Deep fry, and I put wing sauce on it, and it just disappear i can see where this is gonna go be great we're gonna end up getting alligator business and no you don't want that part it's got a lot of fat in it we'll take that (laughs) i'll take it no no you don't want that either we're gonna come back with a cup of meat bill said this is what was good (laughs) but but testicles good for you (laughs) good that's the best part that's all you want to kill but, a ten for ten and a half foot alligator. You but, can take testicles home. There you go. You're all good. I, I'll give you a great story. So it's instead of mountain oysters, just swamp oysters. Bottom scrapers, whatever you want to call them. I don't know. They're down there pretty low. Um, the reason I did that is because uh, our friend Steve Austin, who's over on the FM side, uh, for years when he was a kid, all the way up until he was about uh, your son's age, Cameron over there, who doesn't say anything on the radio apparently, um, his uncle... Every year when he would clean his deer, the first thing he would do after he hung it and got it and skinned it and gutted it, he would take out the two poison glands. He's like, I got to get these out of here for you so you know you don't you don't want to touch these. You got to know what you're doing. <laughs> two poison glands. You got to get oh, yeah. these poison glands out of a deer because, man, if you even touch them or get on your skin, it'll make you sicker than a dog. If you eat it, it'll kill you. And Steve, of course, all of his life, ever since he was a kid, he's like, I let Uncle John get the poison glands out before I even touch it. The two tenderloins that run in the back. Oh, my God. He cut all the tenderloins out of Steve's deer. They'd have it for dinner that night. (laughs) But for years, he's like, I got to get get these out. I got to get these poison glands out, man, or they're going to kill you. It'll taint all the meat. And then Steve fell for it. Best part of the whole deer. (laughs) Exactly. And uh, so he fell for it until he was about 18 or 19 years old when he finally went. Somebody in the camp went. What the heck are you letting him do that? Now, for? do you know what you've just you've just done? You've got thousands of hunters, it's not millions, <laughs> listening on this. Is going to use that now? I hope so. Carry on the tradition. Get, get them the, poison glands. The out. I'm going to use it when I go back. There you go. There you go. Spread the wealth, Cameron. Teach it to your kids as well, if so, you have any. I don't. So, hopefully, you don't yet. So, Cameron, you want you want to turn around and go do hunt this alligator, right? Yeah, yeah. What what have you ever hunted before? <laughs> I've hunted uh just whitetail and just just small game, birds, rabbits, just do typical. Did you grab work. a hold of any of that while it was alive? Uh yeah, yeah, I've had to finish off a rabbit before and just with a pocket knife and yeah. just little stuff like that and was it but squalling? I've never grabbed a gator or anything like that. <laughs> Nothing well, that was going to bite back. You. Nothing what, that was going to What what what, what, we're, what we're looking for <laughs> is a lot bigger than you are. Yeah, I know. I think that's going to be fun. <laughs> it's 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 an exciting, fast moving time when it when it actually gets next to the boat, but uh, when it's hooked onto a 
a treble hook and it's out there. It's like watching a guy try to reel in a Goliath grouper. It's about as exciting as watching rice cook. I mean, seriously, you're like going, okay, man, come on, man. I mean, it's like, are you going to pull him up? Get his head up here, man. What are you doing? You messed up. I can't get him off the bottom. You know, I mean, it's it's all that pretty much. You know, so they'll a, dig in. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they'll get down in the bottom and they'll get a hold of that bottom. It's literally That's like where you try- gotta dive way down deep. Yeah, yeah. It's like I trying got a to- spear gun for him to go in with. It's like trying to reel up a Goliath grouper with legs that can hang on to things. So it gets pretty rough. It's be right. interesting. It's going to get even rougher in the studio. It's uh, Braden, Bill, and uh, Cameron, and Jeff. We're all in here this morning. Uh, if you want to give us a call, wake up. It's a beautiful, hot, steamy day. 888-404-1010, 888-404-1010. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford and G5 Feed and Outdoors. Never be made, my friend. Never be made. <sighs> Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors, hour number one. We are in the studio today. Braden Gunn, Bill George, uh, Jeff Christie, and his lovely son, Cameron. <clears throat> we were talking during the break. We were talking movies. We weren't even talking outdoors. I can't believe it. We just got on the subject of movies, and uh, I thought it was interesting because um, you have another son, and you named him Corbin. Corbin Dallas. After the character in The Fifth Element, Corbin Dallas. Corbin, and, my man. And you know what's really funny is my wife's first pick for our son was Corbin. She really liked that name. And I said, honey, you can't name a guy after a movie character. And she's like, what movie? And I told her, and she's like, well, I've never seen it, so I don't care. And I go, well, it's also a motorcycle saddle, so I don't want everybody's butt sitting on my Corbin. (laughs) (laughs) So so that kind of put the kibosh on it. You know, it's a motorcycle seat, too. So just think how many times a butt's been put on Corbin. Is it? Yes. Didn't know. Well, now, see, Cameron, now you got some ammo against your brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More artillery. <laughs> More artillery. Well, they're uh, going out this afternoon or this evening to go out and do some gator hunting. You're not going to do it during the day? You're going to go yeah. out at no, night? No, we'll, we'll go 5 o'clock as soon as it's legal. Yeah. Eagle legal. All right. That's cool. And the right. experience will begin. Yes. Well, actually, you know, getting out there kind of early, I know that Bill George for years fought for that because it used to be we couldn't do anything until basically it got dark. Yeah. It's not like you – I know we compare it. We've, we've talked to uh, we've talked to the boys from uh, Swamp People numerous times on the show, and uh, the differences between what they can do over there and what – and there's little jealousies of both. It's like, oh, you guys get to go hunt during the day, and, 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 and uh, we don't. Well, you guys get to hunt at night, man. That's awesome. We don't get to go at night. That's poaching if you go at night. Uh, well, you guys get to use guns to finish them off. Well, you guys get to use bang sticks. And, you know, I mean, so there's differences in both. And nobody's ever seemed to find a happy medium yeah. <laughs> for the whole deal. Uh, but uh, you guys will have a good time. I guess you're going to do it the old-fashioned way. You're not pegging it. You're not going to go no. out and try to peg any gators. No, or? no, no. So no, what's go pegging? Pegging is a bait, but instead of a hook like they use in Louisiana where you hook the alligator here, you can use bait as long as the, you attach it to the end of the line with no more than a two inch wooden peg. So they have to swallow it all the way down. So they swallow it. They swallow the peg and it turns sideways down below the new autumn or whatever it is. And then that way you have something to, to pull on, but you have to do it through the same element. You have to get it up close, put another harpoon in it because that will, you know, pop out occasionally. So, 
it's not it's not guaranteed. It's just enough to get him up there and get him on. I would think anything over ten foot would would not be a a good idea to use the uh, peg and rope system on. Oh, there we because we it, used it a lot. So she's giving the sign. Oh, oh, Doug. Oh, oh, we got a phone call. Good morning, Doug. How are you? Good about yourself. Oh, I'm doing all right. Wait, you sound like you're driving, man. Where are you going? Yeah, well, I'm heading uh, the rifle range to shoot this. Try to shoot this. Uh, get this rifle straightened out. But what what rifle is it? Other store. They're all straight. Bought, uh, I know there's well, as straight as it could be. I, maybe it's me. <laughs> it's uh, one of the uh, 300 Winbag uh, Browning uh, oh. X Bolt. Let me tell you what Braden said to me once. Oh, here you we go. You don't need. I didn't say that. You did. I said, and why it was do you, my treasured want, moment. I said, why do you want a 300 Win Mag? You don't need. He used the word need. Wait a second. I've got, I've got to go to bat for this. I mean, a lot of people say, well, what would you shoot with that? Anything you want. Uh, okay, Bill George, <laughs> thanks for coming. <laughs> I mean, that's the way I look at it. I mean, well, what are you going to shoot with that gun? Anything I want. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, Doug, Doug's a, a very... Uh, well-rounded individual, a very large human being. I think he uh, would equal about two offensive linemen, and so a 300 win mag for him is like shooting a 22 for anybody else. So it's no big deal. To uh, each his own. But now, what problems are you having with it? You just not you just got it in, or you haven't sighted it in yet, or what? I just can't get it. To, can't get it to group right. So I got a whole. I've done spent two hundred dollars on different shells. So is what? it used or new? Listen. Have you put a different scope on it? No. What's the scope got to do with it? It ain't the scope. Well, yeah. How do you know? Brand new scope. What kind that of, doesn't matter. What kind of scope is it? It's a Vortex. Oh, that's a pretty decent little uh, yeah. scope. D- did you buy the gun used or? No, no. It's brand new. That, that and mounts. I had, a, I had a gun that moved around on me every once in a while and turned out it was my mounts. Mine was on my pistol. It was a Super Red Hawk, and that's the thing that had the, all kinds of grooves and bites. And Dude, do you know how much recoil is on a Super Red Hawk? And it's the worst. It, it's the worst ring just... setup on the planet, dude. You, you can't. You can't. That's just. That's totally different. Have you shot different ammunition? Because I used to have a thirty out six years ago. Two hundred dollars worth so far. Yeah, but is it the same ammunition? That's the thing. Because a lot of guns, they're going to group different. I mean, no, I've, I've got went and uh, I've got some uh, got some Hornady. I went to a little heavier bullet too. Figured that might help it. So, How heavy is heavy? Uh, one eighties now. I had a thirty out six years ago that I couldn't I couldn't hit a pie plate. And literally I had a guy at the range come up to me and said it's your it's your ammunition. I'm like, No, I've got top grade ammunition. He said, No, no, each gun is different. Yeah. So I actually had to go through probably about three different brands until I found the ammunition it liked. And when I tell you it shot true after that, but it, it took me a little bit, but I had the same problem. Did did yeah. did, did did uh do you have a Manufacturer's recommendation of what ammunition they shot through it when they tested it or anything? Anything I want. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I would try, I mean, if everything's tight on it, I mean, if you got a good scope and, and you believe your crosshairs aren't broken loose in there, I, I would I would suggest changing the ammunition. I'm talking about even the brand. Yeah, I tried for some federal 
bullets, uh, the premiums, trophy bonded bear claws. I mean, it's going to be troublesome, but if you can find the right ammunition. Yeah. Is that what you shoot? That, that's what I shoot. I got some Federal. I got some Hornady. I got some, you know what? I even bought a box of Corlock. Don't shoot a Corlock. Oh, I've shot Corlocks my whole life. It's in the 30 6 Yes, but in my 300 Wind Mag, I shot a deer four times in the side of a chest and not one exited, but that was 165 grain. Well, I like shooting them four times. That's the fun of it. Yep, yeah, but see, the thing is, is just, just because you like it don't mean it's going to work, man. You can't take a Ferrari out four-wheel driving. You know? yeah, I mean, yes, you can. But not very far. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'd Once ride the again, edge of the mud hole. It, made. It, hey, right it'd there, be but, like that lizard walking across the top of the water. You get enough speed, it'd go. <laughs> no, but I would. All, if you've shot it that many times, I mean, two things I would say is is clean your barrel for one. And change up on your ammunition. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it all. I even got my cleaning kit with me so I can clean it about every third shot. Well, now let me ask you this. When you say uh, it's not shooting straight, what kind of groupings are you getting with the ammo that you're shooting? I mean, is it spread all over the place or is it, you know, in, within four inches of each other, three inches or, or what? Yeah, it's, about, it's about two inches at 100 yards. No, it should be better than that. I mean, at 100 yards, oh, a 300, yeah. 300 wind mag should be almost making one hole. That's I mean, going to be seriously. ammunition. Yeah, if it's spreading yeah, exactly. all over the place. That's going to be ammunition. You know, you know, I always start, because my gun, like you said, my SIG, there's only two ammunitions that it likes. It likes 140 grain uh, silver tip, uh, you know, the polymer-coated Winchester, and it likes the Hornady light mag. That I mean, they're dead on. I mean, that's clover leaf and all day at two hundred yards. Seriously, I mean, there's a tack driver. You put federal in there, or you put any of that fusion or anything like that. Blah, 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 it's all over the place. I mean, when I say all over the place, I don't mean it's hitting you know a foot apart, but the group gets really extremely wide. And I mean, it could be right. as much as three inches, especially with the federal. It hates federal ammunition, but you know, some guns love Each it. Each gun is different. Yeah, I mean, uh, my thirty out six likes the federal. And it likes the Winchester. Is not too big of a fan of the Hornady. If so. you can't get it tucked in, I, I may pick it up cheap from you. Two inches is good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll well, you swap know, you a feeder for you it. You know what? This is, uh, this is its last chance. So I might take you up on that. Uh, don't, don't blame the gun, man. I mean, you just got to work with it and get her done. Uh, but, Doug, uh, good luck out there today, man. Let us know how it goes, all right? All right, I'll see you tonight, Bill. I'm going to come watch the show. So. All Oh, boy. All right. All right. Thanks, Doug. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. All right, listen, we got to take a quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and uh, Brandon Ford. Go out and visit them today. It's a beautiful day to do it. And they got air conditioning in there. It's really nice. You should go in there. That sale is still going on. It is still going on. We'll be right back, you guys. Sing it, Cameron. Uh-huh. Action. Go. I don't know this song. Oh, what? God. You don't know this song? Well, how old are you? Talk I'm into a, the microphone. I'm 19. Oh, yeah. You don't yeah. know this song. Yeah, of course. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Now, do you know it? He still doesn't know that song. 
You didn't bring him up diverse. <laughs> no, no, I brought him up with some eighties music. Oh, eighties, yeah. 80s, yeah. yeah. I like the eighties music. I really enjoy eighties music. Well, then, Aaron, next time uh, we come back from break, play him some Go Go, so that way he can sing. Uh, you know, <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be all right. Uh, we're in the studio today, Braden Gun, Bill George, and uh, Cameron Christine, and Jeff uh, from One and Done Feeders. They brought down a big old load, and they're going to go down and uh, do some gator hunting tonight uh, with Bill George. And apparently you're going to have a nice uh, a group of people standing on the bank of the lake watching you guys. That ought to be fun. Dude, please film this thing for me tonight because I want to see Doug. That's how statistics begin right I'm, there. A, I'm, I'm sure Doug's going to be there. Wade's going to be there. Ginger's going to be there. They're all going to be standing there. And like I said, they're going to be going, yeah, they're going in the wrong direction. They're over there. Right, Wade? To the left. Wade? What, Wade? But, uh. I do know one thing. What? When it comes to sighting in guns, you know, uh, the biggest problem I've ever had is is when you're sitting there and you go through a box of bullets and you're getting down to your second box and you're going, man, I really hope I can get it dialed in with the second box. It's probably best to go ahead and get give the gun over to somebody else <laughs> and let them see how they're shooting and see if it's just maybe you. You're putting too much pressure on yourself. That is true. But, I mean, know, uh... He's aggravation got a, he's has got done a point. <laughs> aggravation, you know, because you start. It, it's like bullets cost a lot of money these days, and you start to get down to that second box. You're like, man, that's another thirty six dollars right there. Well, that's but, and, and that's true because uh, you know the thing is, is uh, Wade's got a good point because um, if you start getting aggravated and you start second guessing yourself, it's kind of like when you're shooting a traditional bow. If you shoot three times, then you start actually thinking about your shot instead of doing it instinctively. You start messing up everywhere. And if you uh, get in there with a rifle and it's starting to wander all over the place and you're going, oh, dude, it's got to be me. I'm doing this. So let me try that. Or let me do this. Or let me move the sandbags. Or let me move this over here. And then uh, next thing you know, you're wandering all over and you get frustrated and you're like, I can't believe I just burned 20 rounds and I didn't get it. I'm hardly on the paper. Well, if, it, if it wasn't, Doug, I'd say even like the 300 wind mag may take a little bit of a pounding on you. It does. And, and after 10 shots. It might be time to take a rest. Yeah. Well, you know, Miss Wade didn't get his name uh, Miss Wade for nothing. So uh, he's gone through few, quite a few boxes of ammunition trying to sight stuff in. Right, Wade? No, no. I, I didn't get Miss Wade from, from sighting in a rifle. I guess y'all referring back to the day I tried to shoot my first turkey and I blew his wing off and had to chase after him in a, uh, in a field. But, you know... I don't understand the whole concept of Miss Wade. You know, when they say you miss, you miss. I hit the Joker. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I, I guess, you know, technically speaking, uh, you know, we can call you Wounded Wade. There you go. I mean, that sounds a lot better. <laughs> you never hit the target. I taste that room, though. I mean, I was chucking my gloves off, my, my shirt off. I was getting it. So you were running naked after a turkey that you wounded. That would have been a good one. That would have been $10,000 right there. America's As funniest the guy happened. said, I look like somebody out of one of them war films. I was up and gone. Think about think about the dad and son on their first turkey hunt watching that go by. <laughs> son, just pick up let's go. Let's yeah. get that Stay away from this, the cush, man. This is man. what you don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. What's that, daddy? It, oh, well. It, and the other advice you give people is make sure you check what shells you're putting in your gun, right? Now, that one, uh, oh, man, you know, one of these days I'm going to have to sit down and talk with my son about all this. But, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's. I don't know how that buckshot got always, in there. 
No, it was birdshot. Birdshot. Bird it was birdshot. It's even worse. And, I mean, it was federal duck load, but <laughs> it's, it's one of the things when they're all the same color. Uh-huh. And my question to my father was, if you, why would you put federal duck load in a box of double lot bucks? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like if you're going out duck hunting. memory. Yeah. It's <laughs> like if you're going out dove hunting. Far story. You're dove hunting or duck hunting, and your friends put uh, buckshot loads in there. They're the same color. That's always a good one. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's not that funny when you but uh <laughs> it just makes no, for a good story. It, that's it what it does. And good ammunition. I guess I'm that guy you always want to have around the campfire. I can always yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true until we get you so mad that you just stomp off. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It, it does. It does make good for some good memories and some good stories over the years. So it's all about. Yeah, it does. So, well, you guys have a good day, and hopefully, Doug will get his rifle sighted in. Yeah. Well, for for heaven's sake, for heaven's sakes, don't go help him. Thanks for calling by, mate. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, we were talking about rifles during the break, and, and we have some that uh, are our favorites, the one that we like to use. Bill George, of course, with his 300 Win Mag. But what is the one that you pick up when you go out and uh, do your uh, deeds out in the woods? 30-06. What, what? Remington. 700. Remington? 700. What kind of scope do you have on it? Uh, Lupo. Lupo? Lupo. What, three, uh, three, to, three to nine by 40 yeah. or 45, 50? Yep, what you got? 50. 50. 50. What, are you hiding in the dark or something, man? What are you well, doing? Get like all I that said, light you gathering. never know. Oh, really? I keep it simple. Yeah, uh, Cameron, what are you hunting with these days? Same thing. Oh, you just borrowed Dad's gun? No, yeah. no, we all we all have the same calibers. That way, if somebody forgets their ammunition or something, you're just able to keep it simple. Well, that's a good way of thinking about because it. Because if you, yeah. if, if, I always thought that, you know, if we're going on an out-of-town hunt and somebody leaves the motel and you're in a rush and then, oh, I forgot my bullets, Daddy. Well, here you go. <laughs> And believe me, it's happened. See, well, that's why I shoot a 270 because everybody's shooting 30 out of six. I go, sorry about your luck, dude. I'm going to use your tree stand today, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that one where you've been seeing at eight point? Yeah. I'm in it today. So uh, while you're running into town to go find some ammo, I'm going to be out. And that that's one of those things when I was looking at what gun to get. It's okay, what can you go into just about any place and find bullets for it. You know, 30 six, 308, you're going to walk That's in. It. You're, you're going to find those. <laughs> 300 Win Mag is a little bit more prevalent, but not near what a 30-06 or a 308 is. I, I took a uh, forty-five seventy out to uh, South Texas one time to go hunting. Got there, got all excited, got out, started unpacking everything. <laughs> no ammo. And I thought, how in the world? I'm out in Pearsall, Texas. There's one little four-corner store out in the middle of nowhere, and I'm thinking, there's no way. I'm going to be driving all the way back to Austin or San Antonio to try to find ammunition for this thing. I pull into that little store, and uh, I said, by the way, you wouldn't happen to have any 4570, would you? And he goes, how many boxes you want? Because it's apparently, uh, you know, it's a brush gun that they use down there to shoot hogs and javelinas with, so they had a ton of it down there. I was like, oh. I am so lucky. I cannot believe I found it out here in the middle of nowhere. And uh, but you know, out there in that, they 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 anticipate that because they have so many hunters of so many different calibers that come out there. Mm-hmm. They got wildcat stuff out there. You look back there; it's two fifty seven Roberts and everything else. You're like, man, dude, you carry everything back here. Got to be ready for everybody. They all come out here with their guns, man. It's crazy. Got to get on, get on it. Now for the thirty out six, what bullet do you guys like to use? What grain? Yeah, it actually depends on where we're hunting. One eighty. 165. 180? 
What are you shooting elk? No, I mean if you're hunting brush or something like that. But brush, we tell it's our, like the three hundred. What are you going to shoot with a one eighty? Anything? We tell listeners don't <laughs> shoot through brush. What if you shoot the angle you want? If it's in the brush, why are you shooting at it? You're not supposed to shoot through brush at stuff. Well, I don't mean through brush, but they are thickets. Oh my! You Lord. get a good clear shot. Yeah, but then okay, whack out the one sixty five, and there you go. You're a done deal. Be patient, my friend. Grasshopper, be patient. This comes from a man that don't hardly pull a trigger anymore. Yeah, hardly anymore. Oh, believe me, I know. I know what you feel like. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's one I've of those got things. two sons. Listen, you learn as a dad real quick. Well, no, it's, it's, once they get old enough, you you're you're no, a guy. No, 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 that's no, what you no. do. This, this, my dad, if we were all together, and I said he would shoot anything he could right out from underneath a kid, right out from <laughs> underneath you. you. If you weren't paying attention. You didn't have a chance because he'd shoot it and he'd shoot it dead. Okay? Dead. Yeah, my father was very just, very like just always trying to teach us about gun safety. It yeah, was always about but, that. But the thing is, always about where they're going. You yeah, learned, but gun safety has nothing to do with you uh, out shooting your dad. Yeah, you, I can never do that. You had to <laughs> learn. There you go, son. Tell him you had to learn to identify, pay attention, and get the shot off in a timely manner. And today. That has paid off for me for years to come because I'm not one of those ones. I, I, I don't understand this. People tell me they saw the buck. It had eight points on it. He had a brow tine that was pointed this way. How did you not kill the deer? Yeah, why didn't it in your okay. uh, freezer? Uh, I, I don't understand this. And 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 that it, little bit of, it. you know, teaching you to hurt. You see it. You know, you there. Yeah. It's, it's just a process you go through. And... uh so. And you still suck today. Shoot, shoot so we got to take a break. It's, you're still a bad shot. So anyway, we're going to take a break. Top of the hour. Hour number one is gone. Hour number two is right around the corner. Stay with us. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And we are also brought to you by Brandon Ford. We are the big and wild outdoors. Don't go nowhere. We'll be back.